An immunisation expert is worried if the government stops funding the COVID-19 vaccine, people will no longer think of it as important. The Prime Minister, Christopher Luxon, says it's possible some people will have to pay in future after current Pharmac funding ends in June next year, while the Health Minister, Shane Riti, says funding remains under consideration. Vaccinologist and Auckland University Associate Professor Helen Petusis-Harris told me we're still very much in the grip of a pandemic. If you defund vaccine, if people have to pay out of their pockets, you, you immediately put a fairly substantial obstacle to actually people getting vaccinated. Ultimately, that would be lead to poorer outcomes. Does it also imply that it can't be that important if the government isn't telling me I need to get it and making it accessible? Generally, and we know from lots of experience, that vaccines that are not funded, no matter how good they are, are not seen as, as being as important as funded vaccines. So, you know, it's also a matter of, of perception and the value of the vaccine. We're currently in the, in the grip of another COVID wave. What could happen to New Zealand's population if people stop getting this booster and stop getting this vaccine? Any decision on on funding should always be considered in, in light of the, you know, what epidemiology is doing, what, you know, how much disease we've got around. And at the moment, clearly, the pandemic is still in play. It hasn't gone away. So that's got to be a vital component of a decision. And also the new vaccine formulations are more effective, right, against the current variants that we've got circulating. So they're going to probably be, you know, more useful. And also, it's not just having severe COVID, but also the burden of long COVID and vaccines reduce the risk of people developing long COVID. So there's a lot of reasons why uh, you want to see good coverage. Would you, off the top of your head, have any kind of idea what it might cost someone to get a vaccine like this? No idea whatsoever. It very much depends on the, the sort of the bargaining that goes on. And if you were to compare this to other types of funded vaccines, what sort of arrangements are there in place for, say, the measles one, which is free, compared to this, which has got a, a limited funding timeline on it? Uh, well, I guess it's not part of our routine schedule. The vaccines that we use routinely and they're recommended um, for certain groups at certain times. So COVID has been a, a sort of a special program. So uh, I guess all special programs come to an end at some point. So I guess what happens from here, we've still got, you know, we've still got this pandemic. So I guess it needs, um, I w- I, my opinion needs to be reassessed uh, in light of what's happening now. What about the flu vaccine? Because it's able to be subsidised to an extent for some people. Does the cost stop people from getting that one? Oh, yeah. When you make it easy to access and free, uh, you get a lot more people taking taking the vaccine. You know, there's, there's uh, a number of ob- obstacles to getting a vaccine. One of them is being, you know, able to simply, you know, walk past uh, somebody who provides it. And another is actually having to pay for it. So if it's free and easy to get, that makes a huge difference. And looking at those new variants that we are seeing of the COVID strain, how important is it that people are protected? Well, as we know, the the vaccines, the current formulations that we've had, uh, the protection wanes, but also it's not as good against some of these new variants. There are new formulations 
and we expect to to see those uh, shortly in New Zealand, they're going to do a better job. So at the moment, it is kind of like we're still running after these variants, we're still chasing these variants, but optimal protection. The evidence shows that these new formulations give a really good boost. Do you think that there would be, say you scrap this plan for funded COVID vaccines and then does that give space for something like a joint flu and COVID vaccine that could be subsidised and that's only sort of one round of injections rather than two separate ones? Oh yeah, having having two two and one is is always uh, preferable. So if those were available, that would that would make life a lot easier. But we don't actually have run on offer yet. That's vaccinologist and Auckland University Associate Professor uh, Helen Petusis Harris there.